Welcome to Break a Wish, where all your dreams come true over terrible, ironic costs. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. Today we're joined by Spencer Litzinger. Hello. And Shannon LaHaye. Hi. And we're in her studio today for yes. the Escape Cabay because we just did an episode with her. <laughs> uh, but we're also doing something a little different than our normal episode. We are doing what I'm calling our Halloween special Full Monkey Paw, <laughs> where instead of coming up with a balanced, ironic cost for each of these wishes, we're just going to go look through some of our older wishes, and we're going to try to come up with the most sinister cost we can possibly think of. Do you guys have any? I've got the list out in front of you of the uh-huh. past wishes we've had. Is there any that's jumping out to you that you want to go full monkey paw on first? Uh, okay, so the first one I saw, uh, the I wish I could never get itchy. That's a recent one that's from episode 20, and we came up with that you were always a little bit damp. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty funny. My, I think my full monkey's paw tilt would be you can't, you would lo- you can't feel anything. Oh, oh, just snap. all sensation, completely sensation. gone. Yeah, you're completely numb. So how does that end up going through life? Are you like a straight up numb boy? Like you just flop around because you can't even feel your feet touch the ground? Yeah, you just have no sense of feeling. Just like a, like everything goes away. And I think you would learn, you'd have to like relearn how to like operate based on losing that sense because I'm sure it would like waylay you badly. But like, yeah, you wouldn't, no touch or anything. Yeah. And it would affect sex. Well, yeah. It would affect everyone. Everyone's thinking sex first. Everyone is thinking sex. It's the most sex important type of feeling we have is sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, same. Like, even opening a doorknob requires you yeah. to, like, feel it and get, like, feedback on whether it's working or not. Yeah. No, it's all gone. It's all that's, gone. That's, what I, that's the Twilight Zone thing I imagine immediately. Is yeah. the thing yeah. of, like, oh, I'm never itchy. I'm never anything. I'm never... <laughs> I didn't think. I didn't think! Like, that's what... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't no. know when you were, like, freezing cold or when you were overheating and no. having heat stroke. Exactly, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know, like, yeah, like, the thing is, like, you're outside getting frostbite, and you have no idea. Like, that would suck! <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just, like, touching my own arm right now, and, like, imagining the idea of, like, touching my arm and not feeling what it feels like, one, in the hand that I'm touching it with, but then also my arm, or holding someone's hand, yeah. or kissing. Yeah. I, I like okay. to be touched. This... I like touching my hair. What? And I think to the point that you would wish you were just itchy. I would do oh. anything just to be <laughs> just itchy. itchy again? Yeah, good God, what? <laughs> you think maybe if you get yourself itchy enough, you'll, you'll get your powers back, so you just cover yourself in itching powder, yeah. and it does nothing? You wear, like, real thick lamb's wool that's still raw, and you're like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see me, like, stabbing myself. And just I... be like, feel something! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the slightest thing that I'm sure would, I would mess up, though. But, okay, you never know when you you're going to sit down on a chair because it's behind you yeah and you can never quite tell like if it's <laughs> if it's slightly lower than you thought you always have that like unbalanced feeling but every time you sit down you'll never know when you're sitting yet yeah and you'll keep on leaning further back <laughs> like every time you sit down it's slapstick comedy fall out of a chair yeah Wait, yeah so if you pooed you wouldn't ever feel like pain from pushing too hard which childbirth could be easy but you wouldn't even know if like if oh you, you wouldn't even know if you were done you wouldn't know if you were done you wouldn't know if it was coming you wouldn't know if you were pinching it off yeah there's always dingleberries <laughs> and if you were like constipating up you're like I'm pushing is it working you wouldn't know you wouldn't know and also you don't you, know if you're pushing too hard too you could like really ruin your rectum yeah. <laughs> you could get a massive hemorrhoid yeah, yeah. Is this what you wanted, Maddox? Yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted for this episode, yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's about you, Spencer? Do you have any of these that stand out to you? The song you want to go full monkey pawn? Okay, the ability to control time. Okay. And then you guys came up with, you always know the exact moment of your death based on your choices. Yeah, and just uh, the way we could control time was like, you could speed up time, you could slow down time, you could freeze time, all that stuff. I thought, like, my thing was like, what if that's the only thing you can control? So it'd be, like, you lose ability, like, to talk to people or, like, just, like, yeah, like, all human connection isn't possible. Like, 
you can only control time. So, like, can you walk? Like, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> I Like, I was trying to think of it as a way of, like, yeah, it would just kind of be like you're, like, oh, maybe it's like you're invisible or something. Okay. Like, it's like, it's like you can't, like, no one really sees you or you can't talk to them. Like, it's more like, sure, you can go forwards or backwards or, like, but it just, like, when it happens, it's just, like, you become invisible. Yeah, you become sort of an outside observer to all yeah. of time. You yeah. can only watch it and you can see all the travesties. Yeah. You of history die. happening. Yeah, yes. you never die. Oh, but you can't get the benefit of time. So you can't so change you anything. Yeah, stay invisible. I think so. Like oh. I don't know how else to explain this, it. Like this sounds like, like you basically watcher. turn all of history into like a movie that yes. you can fast forward and reverse. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so lonely. But yeah. you can't change anything. Yeah, yeah. you can just see oh. all the terrible things that yeah. happen in history. You know, you're, I mean, like, it's just like <laughs> you're, you're, you're pressing against a wall yeah. trying to get in. But yeah. yeah, or it's like everyone's walking past you and you're just standing there and like no one sees you, no one like can talk to you, no one like. But it's like, yeah, you can go forwards, backwards, you can see everything that happens, and like... And then all the reasons you wanted to control time, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you can't change anything. No. Yeah. It's, it's just a matter of being solely an observer. Yeah. Because I feel like when you want to change time, it's because you want to change something. Something like, you did. Yeah. yeah. You want to turn back time on something you did, or you want to, like, have super speed or super reflexes so that you can not make mistakes, but... <gasps> so you could go back and, like, oh, so it could be, like, you could go back and, like, uh, you know, I wasn't there in time to help so-and-so and they died. <gasps> so you can go back in time and save them, but the sacrifices you don't exist. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, like... <laughs> 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 so it works that, like, you know that you can travel to any point in time and you can slow down time and do all that stuff, but you know that any change you make will somehow ripple into you not existing? Yeah! You get yeah, one yeah. change you can make because they somehow always undo you from timeline so is it you that matters more that or can you live with the regret of the thing that you, you can't live you don't exist anymore oh, God. you don't even exist to regret it yeah it'd be so weird such a long time to live too like yeah to go back and for forth. all eternity yeah. yeah it's a long time i think we're at 14.5 billion years of existence <laughs> weird. only 4.5 of that is with earth as a rock but you're stuck you're stuck in that limbo it's not like you don't exist, but you'll still live your lifespan and eventually die. Like, it's like you are trapped yeah. in this, like, movie theater hell of yeah. watching. Of, of the universe, And yeah. I guess you could be like, really like the medieval times. <laughs> so, that, so you get onto a Netflix binge of yeah. time periods. That's the only way. I'm just like, I love, you know, I love Thanksgiving. I'll just go back and watch a just family watch having Thanksgiving. Or, or, uh, you find one family you love? Yeah. Oh, man, have you watched the MacArthur <laughs> The MacArthur is oh, the best Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. The I just want to hang out on the set of Iron Man 3. <laughs> I feel like with all those things, if you were watching it omnisciently for long enough, then you'd find out like that terrible secret that no one else noticed. Oh, so you watched fun. it a good time, but then the MacArthur's... It's MacArthur's grandfather. It's the MacArthur family grandfather. And it sullies all of their... Because that's how they got their money. Mm-hmm. They have such a nice house. It's from Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Stealing it. Yeah, it was part of yeah, the yeah, whole for, thing. Yeah, you it's know, all, all those rich, those rich sex workers <laughs> Some of them had gold inside? I don't know. <laughs> inside them? Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm trying to make this terrible cause to work. I'm stretching a bit. I get that. I wonder if you would try to, like, know everybody's life. But that would be... That's not, there's so many people. But, like, what if you just, like, chose someone to, like, spend time with? That's absolutely what I would do. Yeah. Like, just, like, Hardcore. Hardcore. To, just want to know someone inside out. Like... Because that, that, that... Yeah. I got 30 years to kill. <laughs> just learn everything about you. And then they just like get hit by a car crash and you're like, 
Darn. No new content. You'd, no you'd new stop content. thinking about people as people. You'd start thinking of people as TV shows, I right? I think so. Like, ah. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to, right? Ruth died. That's the end of that season finale. She just oh, dies. Oh, shoot. You know. It, oh. It's disappointing. And that's the end of every show. She it's just that the main character dies. We got to, yeah. 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 Ruth got canceled. <laughs> she got canceled. The ultimate reality TV. Yeah. Okay, I think I came up with a good monkey okay. paw for one of these. Was uh, you can travel instantly anywhere in the world. You maintain the momentum you had from the place you left. Wait, what? So, so think wait. about it. The world's spinning, right? Okay. So if you tried to go to like basically anywhere else, your angular momentum would just launch you off the planet. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're spinning in a different direction from where you are. So if you go far enough, you just like launch yourself into space. Oh my god! <laughs> you'd have you would only be able to, you'd only be able to do it if you were like a mathematician. Yeah. Well, like any pretty much anywhere far enough on Earth would do it, and short distances you'd still like lurch forward because mm-hmm. you'd still be going a different direction. So like if you go just a little too far, you slam into the pavement. Oh my god! You get like motion sickness. Or you get motion sickness. But if you go really far, you just launch yourself into space. You go whoops! Yikes! I forgot that's how this works. Do, 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 do. Have you seen that meme? No. <laughs> With Simba and then the dad falls because of Jafar or something, like, was holding his hand. Yeah. Can <laughs> I explain it as well? I don't understand anything that's happening I don't understand yet. what's happening. Do you mean Rafiki? Because Jafar's a yeah. man. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> well, the two Rafiki's lines. Rafiki's the baboon. One's, okay. one's good, one's bad. Oh, so Scar. you're talking about Scar, Scar and Mufasa. Yeah. And then he's like, Mufasa's like being held by... Scar. Scar. Yeah. And then he drops him and then he falls in like into all those like zebras and his yeah. eyes. Okay, well there's this meme video where as he's falling, it's just a frozen picture of him and then there's music plays do 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 and he's in space. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he fell to space. So he's just like he's just like falling. But then the music is do 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 So then it would be like that person accidentally launched into space, and then that's a meme. It's like, doo, oh, okay. Doo, 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 doo. Someone just got got launched into the cold dark of space. Yeah. But at least there's funny music playing. Fun fact: When I'm feeling sad, my boyfriend will go, and I'll feel better. Okay, good. I kind of like that as the consequence: is if you get launched into space and you're about to die, someone makes a meme. Of you. <laughs> no matter what you're suffering, I think that'll work on all of these. Which is yeah. No, I wouldn't want you to get be this meme. terrible wish, but you're a meme. Yeah, you're. Oh god, no. Oh god, I don't want to be a meme. Oh. I think it depends on the one. I, you know what meme I enjoy and wouldn't mind being part of? One of those ones that turn into like they use it for everything as an argument. Like they've got the one where the guys from American Choppers mm-hmm. are arguing about things, yeah, yeah. and they always put in different arguments. Yeah, and it just seems like they're escalating. I'd love to be part of one of those ones. That's pretty fun. It sounded like I was making very, very good. I arguments. do like the disappointed LeBron meme. I don't know that one. Uh, uh, I guess uh, someone blew a game. Uh, and it's just and, Le- and it's just LeBron like being like like doing a face of like what? It's just so it's just like they they put that up whenever someone says something stupid, and I like that quite a bit. I just like that like that that look of just utter like. Uh. Uh, any other ones you guys want to try to dive into? Any that's standing out for you? I think for super strength and flight, I think um I, I think I for me it'd be like a Midas thing, like you'd have super strength. But you would be accidentally, like, crushing and killing people constantly. Yeah, you have no control over it, yeah. Yeah, so you're super strength and you're super strong and you can save people, but if you try and hug someone you love, you crush them to death. And it's like, you think you're doing a gentle little, like, you try and be so gentle and it's still too much. I say the flying, too, so it's like you try to just, like, hop a little bit and you're like, whoop! 
<laughs> and you're floating up in the sky like, oh no, down, down. And you're slamming into the ground. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you're in puberty almost. <laughs> yeah. like, superhero forever, puberty. Forever superhero puberty. Yeah. yeah. You'd break a lot. Yeah. And we said super strength and super flight, so we didn't say like super resistance. So when you slam, if you punch a wall... <laughs> You'll break the wall. Yeah, well, yeah. You'll also break done. your hand. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be fun. It would be sad because then, like, you'd be still alone. Yeah. Everyone is that still is that still worse than our original? Where uh, I believe it was, uh, you lose your power every time you orgasm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, I would. It'd be hard. <laughs> You crush your hand, you crush every loved one you have. Imagine trying to masturbate with the super strength. I would just like burn off my clip. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess they're similar that way. But also Mm -hmm. like with the masturbating one, it's like you still can have that power. Like you could, or like orgasming, like you could take a break. Like you could take a week off. From it. And then be like, okay, for two, yeah, like for two weeks. Okay. I'm not going to come. But yeah, but with (laughs) super strength. I I still got some powers. Right? So to me, that's kind of, to me, that's okay. It's like being able to do, like, coke once uh, on a weekend and then still being able to have a good job or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, but imagine... It's like, you still get the benefits of being strong and flying. <laughs> I'm not explaining it. That's well. not no, a good I'm example, gonna, but I get no, what you're saying. I don't want to encourage everyone to just use coke on weekends. I'm just trying to, I'm trying It's like you do pour coke on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I guess the weekend. <laughs> anybody in your life like you're just crushing, you're crushing everyone. everyone whereas this one it's like like you still get to come yeah oh. still but and then yeah for a week you can't have your superpowers and i guess if you're a real superhero maybe there's some villains out there that are wanting to kill you so that sucks <laughs> so they wait until they know you've had sex <laughs> now i'm imagining the scenario of i don't know if you guys have this but whenever you go to visit like your extended family around christmas time <laughs> everyone's always encouraging you to hug people that you don't normally oh, see that much I right that, yeah and then, like, I stopped hugging certain people that, sorry. like, and they were real upset about it for a while. Yeah. And uh, they've gotten used to it. <laughs> but, like, with super strength, I mean, I'm not saying, like, I don't want to hug them necessarily, but, like, if I got super strength, I don't want to hug my grandmother because I'll, I'll crush her for sure. Yeah. She's, I'm already feeling like I'm going to crush her now <laughs> with yes. current strength, and I'm not that strong. But, like, if I'm for sure going to crush her, Eating I'm going to try to back away, and they're going to, like, keep coming towards me, and they're going to, like, blow up the back wall of the building. <laughs> And little kids are going to run up to me and I'm going to be like, ah, oh, no, don't. Yeah. No, don't, children, no. Yeah. Don't hug me. But also if I try to like brush them aside, You'll, I'll yeah. watch them in the yeah. yeah. Eating, getting a drink from Starbucks, you just crush. Crush, crush. crush. Yeah, everything. So that's why yeah. I think the coming one is still, the, the one you just did, Shannon, to me is worse. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. The, super, the loss of control. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go into one that uh, was one of my favorite ones. One of the ones that I thought personally was the most balanced was the one you could have any food you want at any time. And we came up with that it was always showing up at the wrong serving temperature. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> right. But we had some people like it, some people not like it. I'm going to go now that any food you want, but it shows up on a plate uh, made out of feces. Ew. With like utensils Whoa. made out of feces. Ew. And that's the only way you're allowed to eat. That's the only way you're allowed to eat. You can only summon food that always comes up served on poop. Wait, so wait. Wait, what's the original thing? But like, or hot, you, so you can have any food you want. Is yeah, the OG, you can like, just summon. Whatever you can just you summon want. any food to you. Oh, gross! But now you can't eat any food that you don't summon, and any food you summon is on a plate of poop. Okay, that's monkey paw. That's, that's yeah. monkey that's, paw. That's <laughs> the devil. Like that's like someone being like. 
You ordered. You didn't soup. specify what that, type of yeah, plate it would come yeah, in on. Yeah, and that would really do a number on your self esteem after a while. It's hard to feel good about yourself if you're eating <laughs> off of. Could you? Could food. you? Could yeah. you like? Like if I went to my friend's house. Yeah. And they made me a dish, I'd be okay, right? No, I'm no. saying this is all your food has to be this way. So you, you're not allowed to eat anything that comes. From, it's always got to be poo. Now, what would be the safest food to eat if you knew it was coming on a plate of poo? Poo. <laughs> <laughs> More double poo. poo. Double poo it. I feel like a muffin because it'll have that little wrap at the yeah. bottom. Yeah, muffin, oh, would, muffin okay. would be your way around it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, man, I'd eat so many muffins. <laughs> Just the muffin top. Like, can I order? What kind can of poo I, like... is it? <laughs> yeah, is it human poo? I'm like, no, they all have a human poo. Is it like sticky? And not yours, just to be clear. I mean, we'll say that's variable. <laughs> is it worse? It's worse that it's not mine. I'd rather it be mine. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's definitely not yours. Oh, I'd rather. It's gotta be someone else's. Can I get, like, McDonald's <laughs> and it just comes in the bag sitting on a poo plate? Or does it, is it, like, spread, like, the fries no, and everything? No, it's been, it's been set. Yeah, it's Damn been poured it. out. It's on the burger. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Maybe the muffin you get the cup thing, because that's how you serve a muffin, but not anything else. Yeah. Definitely. Right on the plate. <laughs> I'd eat the top of a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I would just like, I would, f- oh man. Eat everything in half. Oh, imagine getting a nice plate of spaghetti. Yeah. I know. That's actually the only thing I've been thinking about. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think about other things, but I keep thinking like bolognese spaghetti. Like that's all I've been able to do. You don't know where it starts in the other yeah. end. Yeah. If you need a scoop off the top, it probably ran across <laughs> the bottom. Just like simple desserts, like just a bag of chips. Oh, no, even... no, no, they're poured out in the they're plate. Poured out right on the plate. <laughs> you know, there's somebody. Is it a soft plate? <laughs> That's pretty hard. Does uh, that make it better or worse? I don't know. I feel like it's there's less more concerned about the, the person it came it from. Yeah. yeah. The, this is reminding me of okay, when I was 15, I was at my friend's house, <laughs> and her mom brought down a cheese. Like, a bagel with cheese in it that was melted. I never had that before, right? Okay. So it was the first time I've ever had just, like, I think it was, like, a sesame seed bagel with, like, orange cheese melted in it. And my friend is just, like, puts on the puts on two girls, one cup. That final <laughs> video where girls, like, poo in yeah. each other's mouths. Yeah. Thinking about it, it makes me think I ate poo. So I could never, like, even when I think about, like, a bagel with, like, melted orange cheese on it, it's so gross. Yeah. To me... That's the so thing like, about this. Like, that, even that if feels you, the closest I've been to eating poo. Even if you find a way to eat it without <laughs> touching the poo, you still have a plate of poo in front of you while trying to eat. Yeah. Like, the yeah. smell is going to be there. That sucks. Yeah, I can't transfer it after. It's not like it shows up and I can just take it all <laughs> No, off. no. Could you have It'll drinks? just drop into a new plate to will appear. Could you just yeah. have smoothies then? Could you, yeah, but does the smoothie come in a poo glass? Yeah, poo glass. Oh. What about water, though? Poo glass. No! no! You're clear. It's it's healthy poo. You're not gonna get sick from it. It's just How gonna be gross you, and smelly. Really? You, you won't get sick from the poo. There's healthier poos. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want you getting sick. It just tastes bad and smells bad and all that sort of stuff. Um. Okay. I'm looking at. I wish I was an animated character. Okay. Okay. You only exist like you have your consciousness and everything like that but you exist in the cartoons that you live in. Mm-hmm. So like the episodes. So imagine oh. like I'm I'm picturing Bugs Bunny. You are only, you only get to exist within those cartoons for that time. So you just have to relive it like Groundhog Day all the time. And you are aware that it is the 600th time you have done this episode. And everyone else is like an NPC right. doing their thing. And you have to just live, like your cartoon character get all the things. But you have to constantly go through the same thing over and over So you're just in an again. empty void when no one's playing the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And then every time someone puts it on their TV... You're it's there. the same, yeah. And maybe it's a selection of different episodes, but like that's you only exist within those episodes. So yeah. it's like imagine watching 
a TV show a thousand times over, but you live in it and you can't exist outside of it. Can you try to change the events of that episode? Or is that sure. Roadrunner always getting away? Can you finally just be like, you know what? Coyote, you deserve this. And catch the Roadrunner. Be like, here. I say... We did it once. I say it's like it's like the same rules as like the movie Groundhog Day. Where, yeah, you can absolutely try and do different things that will affect it. And people re- will react accordingly. And then at the end it resets. You have to do it all over again. Oh, jeez. So you, you make no ground. You make no headway. It's not yeah. like... You can build up like as soon as it ends. Once it starts, it's a, it's right back to the start. Yeah, and that's frustrating because like you always want to feel like you're achieving something, mm-hmm. even if it's just like cleaning your apartment or something. It's the yeah. worst thing when you just feel like nothing you do matters. It all slides back immediately. To me, that is like the scariest thought. Like I had a trippy dream where I don't even know how to explain it, but it was just like it was that like I was stuck in a repetitive cycle and I knew it. And I don't know if it was like a five minute dream, a one minute dream, or mm-hmm. what, but it felt like my whole life had been this and like. I still am, like, so scared of that. Like, sometimes I'm like, what if that was real? Like, what if, like, to me, like, the idea of, like, being stuck and the same thing is happening and you know it and you can't stop it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a good thing. That scares me. If it's in a loop, yeah. Yeah. That really, the loop really scares me. The loop is the problem, yeah. Like, I'll take poo. poo. (laughs) Yeah. I'll take that cheese bagel with poo. Like, that, to me, is so scary. Because I think at first there would be the fun of, like, I'm going to do whatever I want. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Because it doesn't matter. It'll all be reset. But I think that'd get old so fast. Because you'd have to start over every time with the person. And you'd have to explain every time I am trapped in this. And every time it'd be brand new to everyone else except for you. God, does that Mm -hmm. scare you, Maddox? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't want to be in a cycle. I want to always... I. it's the saddest little thing, but I feel a lot of accomplishment in, like, new video games always have that little progress bar that you're gaining some yeah, sort of experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. or some numbers going up. It just makes you feel a little bit less useless when you go, like, I spent my whole day playing video games, but at least I got to level 15. I once spent, so I started Skyrim recently, and I spent, when I first played it, I played it for two and a half hours, and then when I got to the end of it, uh, I guess there's this, like, common glitch that, like, semi-common glitch that happens in Skyrim where you can't save. Oh. And it happens when you start a new file sometimes. So oh. I, I played for two and a half hours and I went to go save. And the save menu kept was grayed out. And I was like, oh, maybe you can't save here. And I kept moving and trying to do something. And I finally looked it up. And I found a thread on Reddit. that, And basically the point of the thread was, you've just got to come to terms with you you've can't lost. save it. And you, oh. you can't save any of your progress. And oh. I had to, so I had to turn off the game and I wasn't able to save just because of this weird glitch. And then when I started it again... Like what I it took me forever to start it up again because I was like the thought yeah. of yeah. having to do all of that over again yeah yeah and uh, it's a game it's something you're doing for fun but at the same point you don't want to repeat fun. it exactly you don't want to repeat it and I felt like I had wasted my night but the reality is I still did the same thing with my night that I would have done <laughs> anyway yeah uh, no I've abandoned games because of uh, like something failed with the saving I lost some time I'm like well yeah. then I'm done yeah I <sighs> had it happen in a Final Fantasy game where I got about halfway through and then this was back when you had like memory cards into your system. So the new save file was slightly bigger than the old save file. Mm. So it didn't save and it corrupted the old save. Mm. And I couldn't save without swapping out yeah. to a memory card I didn't have. Yeah. So I just had to turn it off and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the first Final like, Fantasy games like 40 hours. Yeah, oh yeah. I was like halfway in. Isn't the newest Final Fantasy game you have to pay, play like 72 real time oh, no. hours in order oh, to be one of the bosses? Yes. Yeah, Final Fantasy does not fuck around. No. <laughs> It's a commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, one I want to have us discuss. I don't actually have one ready for this, okay. but uh, okay. I think it's one that will be visceral to all of us. Okay. Uh, stable career as a writer. Mm-hmm. Oh, what would I... be the biggest torment for that? Oh, that's interesting, because yeah, I was the episode that we talked about this. And that's the one I listened to. So you have listened to that. So you do remember that first time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had ones where we had 
being a ghostwriter only, so you never got mm-hmm. you never got credit. Didn't you do ones also where it was like it was like you couldn't talk or something? Was that right? Yeah, that was. I, I think, think mine that was, was that expressed in it. You could only write instead of talking. Yeah, yeah. Only and it always had to be like because that's where I elaborate writing. It yeah. couldn't just be like this is what I want to say. It had to like be a poem. For my monkey's paw, for that, it's like you have a stable career as a writer, but the only stuff that people like, like you can write anything, mm-hmm. but the only thing that gets traction or attention is the stuff you hate writing the most. Yeah. I don't know. I, cause okay. For me personally, I hate, I hate romance novels. I hate the romance genre. It's just not something I gel with. But I imagine if like I wrote a thousand things and people were like, people love your romance work. Yeah. You are going to be a world renowned romance novelist. I'd be like, Oh no. But at the same time, I, I, you know, I get to be a creative writer, but I hate it. I hate it all. And right. everyone, and like, you know, you have to go to those conferences and like read chapters from your book and people like love you and you're such a fucking phony because you hate it and you hate it all. Yeah. Can I take it one notch higher? Yeah. Oh yeah, please. So you write satire. Mm. Everyone thinks it's straight fiction. They thought, think you're serious. Mm. No one believes that it's satire and it's the only thing anyone likes. Uh. So you're writing like crazy conspiracy theories, like <laughs> alt-right stuff. And you think it's like, no, no. I don't believe any of this. this I'm, is making me. A comment I'm making a commentary on the state of Nazis uh, in the uh, world today. And, and everyone's like, like, oh, yeah. Love Nazis. <laughs> love your Nazi stuff. Your Nazi material is your best material. Yeah, yeah. Your stuff, yeah. The, your stuff is used as like hate propaganda. Um, I know someone that knows the person who wrote, uh, oh, what's the name of that book? It's like the bomb, the, the recipe. Anarchist cookbook. Anarchist cookbook. Um, so that guy was on like a watch list and cause basically is like lives out of uh, the states and like uh, because he wrote he wrote something that a lot of people used with violent uh, intentions and he wrote it when he was very young and she knows him now as a grown man and he said it's his biggest regret ever yeah. writing that. Oh, wow. I saw a documentary about yeah. him and he was like trying not to take responsibility for it. For yeah, a while. he was like, no, it was just a thing I wrote. Yeah, this was all publicly available anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what, what, sorry, what, is, what was the cookbook like? Was it like, so, oh, you're going to make kill somebody and then like... It's how to make well, bombs. It's how to make bombs. It's how to make stuff oh. to be an anarchist. The, oh. anar- the cookbook part is just sort of a jokey title. Yeah. Sort of. It's a cutesy title for like a book about like... With but it's some like really... legit. Like it's not yeah. like a poem. No. Or, like... And it also has a lot of like tirades about anti-government. We have to do it through violence, which he thought was tongue-in-cheek at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was just like an angsty he teenager. Was really, yeah, he was a teenager when he wrote it. So there's no finesse and there's no thought and there's no gravitas behind it. It's just an angsty teenager writing what he thinks is fine. And now as an adult, he looks back on it and it's like, it's the biggest regret. Because it's like, like been found in the book collections of most bombers. Yeah, a most lot of bombers terrorists. have used yeah. it. And terrorists have used it. And yeah, he should oh absolutely God. take responsibility yeah. for it. He, he, he does eventually, but like the, like yeah. the documentary was him being like, uh, I mean, I didn't mean to. I'm trying mm-hmm. to do good. But that's what I, that's, yeah. that's what I imagine. Ew. That's your, you have a stable writing career writing that shit. Yeah. And people take it. And that's it. all you can write. That's yeah. all you can write. Yeah, that would be the monkey or paw. That's you full never monkey get paw. To write. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty scary thought. Mm-hmm. Especially the thing where it's But like... there's, there are books like that that exist. Like, yeah. beyond that, that aren't as famous. That people wrote either tongue-in-cheek or just like, whatever, I'll throw it out there. Like, get famous. Who cares? Online. Free speech. I can write whatever I want. And then really violent people get their hands on it. And it's only after that those people are that wrote it are like, I did not consider the weight of what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're getting to the point where, like, it's harder to write satire these days because... You have to be so... Well, because the, the, yeah, the extremes are so extreme that, like, it can be taken seriously so easily because someone else has your what you think is a hyperbolic belief. Someone has that. Yeah. Somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to make sure your stuff is ridiculous in an extra facet, like 
Throw in some aliens or elves or dwarves or something. You know, like... Or just every other page, right? Don't actually do any of this. <laughs> so that's just like the name of your book is don't actually, actually do, do any of this. this. Yeah, I think that's the only way to go. Okay. It's like, uh, have you seen that Bo Burnham special where he has that song, Kill Yourself? And at the end, he's like, don't kill yourself. I don't like to explain jokes, but I feel like the one where I tell you to kill yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna be, yeah. he's want, you want to be safe on that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I'm thinking about the wealth beyond measure, but I'm, is it too easy to be like, you have wealth beyond measure, but uh, uh, everyone thinks it's counterfeit? Or hmm, no, but, it's, but it's real, but everyone just thinks it's counterfeit? I think eventually they'd check. Yeah, um, eventually, yeah. It's, I've it's got. I, th- I forget who suggested this, but I think when we did this, there's one that we could have gone deeper into because mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. But you have wealth beyond measure because you lose the ability to count, so you don't actually have that much money. Oh, you just—it's just you. Just, you, do. you just oh, think you do because you can't count oh, anymore. That's adorable. I like that. <laughs> when I would like that, my, I was at a, um, I was at a cousin's, my cousin's wedding years ago, and my nephew at the time was probably like five. <laughs> And as, like, as like just, like, decor out on the tables, just as part of the centerpieces, they had taken, like, at the dollar store, they got these plastic. They look like little jewels. Yeah. Uh, and they had just sort of sprinkled them on the table. And my nephew went around to each table and just slowly collected them. And he had a little <laughs> pile of these plastic gems. And he kept, like, he was so, he was just like, Andy Shannon, look at my jewels. And I was like, look at your jewels, buddy. And he was so, <laughs> just so excited. Like, thought, like, I don't know if he thought they were real, but certainly had that kid imagination of, like, I have jewels and gems and treasure and was so precious about it. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh, to have that wonder over a plastic duty. Like, if if he thinks they're real, I'd be concerned about him in future life because he just robbed his family blind. <laughs> he just went around to the vet robbing all of his family uh, thinking that he was taking actual wealth. Hey, you know, get for him. He's just like, <laughs> hey, look, if you're just going to leave it out, I'm going to take it. But, but how, would, how would that work, though? Like, Because if you're like, okay, I'm so wealthy, I'm going to buy, like, a trip or go to this fancy hotel yeah. but then you don't have that money. What would like, burst how, your bubble? Yeah. yeah I think like, it's more you... of just like, this is the evil genius plot. It's like, I want more money than I can count. All right. You can't count. You can't count. Oh. <laughs> oh. You have two loonies and you're like, I don't know how much I, <laughs> I have. Don't know much oh. I, have. <laughs> I have this one and this one. How much is this one and this one? That's <laughs> more what? than I can count. How many cookies oh. do I have in my cookie jar? Like it goes to everything. Okay. Just, that's how the monkey paw gets you. Yeah, right? if it was worded as you have more wealth than you can count, then you lose yeah. the ability to count. It's absolutely yeah. the way to do I mean, wealth that. beyond yeah. measure is kind of just a weird way of like if it's beyond your measure, right? then yeah, you have wealth beyond your measure. You can't measure your wealth anymore. You have no idea. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you that whenever, because I used to read, um, well, I used to read Goosebumps and there was one about uh a girl with a genie getting wishes and all her wishes would go awry and then like from watching like anything with genies or reading any storybook <laughs> with genies and it always is that right it's always that gimmick of the monkey's paw yeah. and so as a kid growing up every time I'd be like I wish I could and I'd say it and then I'd be like all right now how would that backfire <laughs> you gotta I'd always think of the caveats I'd want to say be like I wish I could have hot food right now and I don't want it to be stolen out of the mouth of an orphan like, <laughs> <laughs> The orphan thanks you for your, your diligence. Because, you know, there's this thing, it's like, you know, people wish for money, and money shows up on the doorstep, and then it turns out, like, the money's from this, like, a violent bank heist that happened, and so right. you get arrested and go to prison forever. Like, that sort yeah, of thing. because odds are, if, if you get divine intervention, mm-hmm. there's a reasonable explanation for how that happened. And it could be something you're legally... Like, treat it as if it's not the magic prayer being answered, because... The other explanation could still get you in a lot of trouble. Right? It's like the, it's a, it's a, it's the, is it Newton's law? Like the idea, like one of the laws, like there's a equal uh, reaction to every action. Yeah, that's so it's uh, like Newton's second law, Second. I um, yeah, I, I, I imagine that with every wish, that like 
it doesn't come from nowhere. It has to, and it, nothing disappears either. It yeah. goes somewhere and it comes from somewhere. So you are affecting someone somehow. So if how? We're in like average life where there isn't like wishes happening, would that occur? Where like these two, like you do something and then this happens. Well, I think Shannon's example of like if you find money suddenly, yeah, and you just it's decide to stolen. keep it, yeah. it's either probably stolen. And you might be legally culpable for just taking money. Or it might just be that someone, like, dropped it or left it. Like, it could have been on the way to a charity. And the bag got dropped out the back of the truck. Okay. So you think, oh, yeah, I just found money that fell from the heavens. Yeah. But you're really taking it from whatever that charity was for. I found found $300 in cash on the street once. And I took it to the, I I turned it into the police because I was like, either it fell out of someone's wallet and it's someone who just, you know, has a ton of money and doesn't realize, or that's someone who is like on their way to buy like shoes for their kid for school or something. Like that money either means a lot to someone or it doesn't. And on the off chance that that, that could like make or break someone's month, I need I would turn it into because everyone else is like just keep it. I'm like, it's a lot of money that I need to just have the clear conscience. Because if I just kept yeah. it without doing that the whole time, I'd be like, there's someone who couldn't afford their electric bill this month right. because I didn't turn it in. But then they didn't claim it, so I got to get it anyway. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. if it was, it was just straight money, you said? like It was just cash. So yeah. I turned it in. Even the police officer I turned it into was like, no one's going to claim this. Yeah. Might as well just keep it. I'm like, I just need the peace of mind mm. that I tried. Yeah. He's like, all right, fair. See you in three months. And I was like, cool. I, cause I <laughs> if it was $20, I would have kept it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've found wallets and mm-hmm. like, then I go, all right, I'm looking through the wallet. I see the guy's address. It's close enough. I just walked, I walked a wallet a couple streets and put it in someone's mailbox. Yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, he'll probably find it in a couple days. Yeah. I knocked on the door to see if he was there. He wasn't. So yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to kind of go, I tried a bit. I put enough effort. He'll find it eventually. He probably still had a couple days where he panicked over his lost wallet, yeah. but I didn't have a phone number, so... Yeah. I did something. I'm half good. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, okay, I think I have one. The ability to grant life to lifeless things, and then the one that was come up for it was, you experience the pain of childbirth when um, you bring life to these objects, but what I thought was, okay, so you can bring life to, like, objects or whatever? Yeah. But they don't have the concept of, like, they don't really have a soul. It's like an empty being. Yeah, and it's, like, too much to handle. Oh, it's not they're like, overwhelmed. Yeah, and it's, like, a state of, like... I'm going to have to ask you to clarify what you think a soul does. Because as someone yeah. who doesn't believe in souls, yeah. what do you think having a soul will do for a thing versus a person? Like, if a person didn't like, have a I soul, guess, like, how would they act? Like, I guess, like, it would be, like, okay, more of, like, the ability to, like, think or make sense of things. Like, I shouldn't have said soul. Like, just, like... Like, yeah, like, a consciousness? consciousness, that's what I want. So they'd be that's physically alive, and it would be just this, this being that can't comprehend its yes. existence. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would be less bad, because when we did this okay. episode, we kept on talking about the terrible moral implications of bringing, like, sentient life into the world, but it's a mop. Like, you just brought a mop to life, <gasps> oh, what are you going to do with a mop, right? Right. Like, if you make it mop, because you brought it to life to so have it do your mopping for you, that's slavery, right? Right. And also, but, I guess, you you're not going through any pain. Depends on compassion level, right? Right. This one, like, oh, yeah, the other one is true. like you feel the giving birth. This one's more like I was just thinking about, like, you know, like making a pencil alive and then it looking at me like, <laughs> but that's just that would make me sad, but it doesn't hurt me. Yeah, yeah, it hurt you mentally, I guess. Like, just have all these things relying on you. Like, it's like having a bunch of kids. The kids just happen to be 
pencils and rocks and muffs. What if, okay, what if you bring like a pencil to life and it screams the entire time it's alive? Yeah. Because, yeah. All it does is scream. All it does is just like, ah, like nonstop (laughs) until it dies and it only dies if you kill it. Oh, okay. That's actually, okay, I'm going to do an offshoot. The implications of the Toy Story universe have some dark things because Mm -hmm. we don't know what kills toys in Toy Story. Because right. they're not biological, the right? The incinerator. <laughs> the incinerator at the end of three yeah. seems to be something that they're scared of. They think it'll kill them. But there's also times where, like, in the first one, that kid pulls them apart mm-hmm. and puts them together. And they just all seem to share their consciousness and all their body parts, even though they've been mixed and matched. So maybe the incinerator wouldn't end their con- consciousness. It, it would just be ashes. It destroys... Oh, my God. But they oh would just be God. all these conscious ashes floating around in the air. <laughs> Like yeah, maybe, maybe they, they never die. They never die. <laughs> All the screaming. All the just dust. imagine picking up a pencil and breaking it, being like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> it just keeps going though. Full yeah. <laughs> have no scream. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, every time they, the things that you bring to life cannot, cannot die. die, and they're screaming like and they, they scream yeah, and they, they cannot scream. die. <laughs> <laughs> you just basically make little screaming things. I used to feel so bad for them, but now I'm like. Now you're laughing at their face. Because they're just screaming. Because I don't know. I first imagine them with these eyes looking at you, but now they're just like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> looking at you with like eyes of pain you can't handle, but it's screaming in pain. You're like, like that is hilarious. I'm like, that's a meme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think we've talked through a bunch of these wishes. We've come up with some really good monkey paws. Okay. I think we've wrapped up our episode. What was yeah. the worst, though, that we came up with? Yeah, what was, what, what was yeah. the worst of all these wishes, which was the one that God, scared the you the most? Plate <laughs> poop plate? Are we all agreeing on poop plate? Poop plate. Yeah, what was the one? No, no. For me, it's that loop thing. The, the loop? The, the oh, loop. yeah, the yeah, infinity the loop. loop. No, I definitely agree with that. That would pro- be a nightmare to me. Probably the crushing everyone. Crushing <laughs> everyone? The super strength just crushing everything. <laughs> I don't like breaking things in people. No, uh. that's fair. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's all scream. All right. Uh, so thanks everyone thanks for listening to our special Halloween episode Uh, it'll be coming out a little bit earlier and we'll have regular episodes starting next week bye bye (laughs) so that's our Halloween special the full monkey paw but if you have any ideas for a terrible ironic cost to one of our past episodes let us know you can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod, email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com. You can join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook, and you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or donating on our website. Find all this information at BreakAWish.ca. Shannon LaHaye is part of an improv group called The Kids Table, who perform a monthly show called Greatest Hits on the fourth Saturday of every month at the Bad Dog Theater, 11 p.m. Their next show is on November 24th. Shannon is also the host of a comedy escape room podcast called Escape Capade on the Sonar Network. Find it at thesonarnetwork.com. And keep a lookout for the episode with Spencer and me, coming soon. For more Spencer Litzinger, check out her Instagram at Spencer Litzinger. S-P-E-N-C-E-R-L-I-T-Z-I-N-G-E-R. She really wants to be the next big Instagram star, so help her out. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. Before I go, some housekeeping. I'm releasing this episode early for Halloween, but I'm counting it as this week's episode. So the next regular episode will be on November 12th, 
So you've got some extra time if you want to vote in last week's poll on Twitter or on Facebook, or if you want to submit some new wishes. So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Escape Capade is an improvised Escape the Room podcast. I take two guests, trap them in a room, describe it to them in great detail, load it with puzzles, and then over the next 45 minutes, they can do whatever they want. You want to listen to two people fixate on a poster for 45 minutes? That's happened. Escape Capade episodes are released every other Tuesday and are available on the sonarnetwork.com. Just click on Escape Capade. <laughs>